Hey, what's up, everybody? You're listening to the Enterprise Architecture Radio. If you're thinking about organizational complexity and agility, if you're concerned about operational efficiencies and thinking of taking it to the next level, if managing innovation is one of your priorities, you've come to the right place. On this podcast, we talk about all of that and more. It's a jungle out there, and we'll attempt to navigate this jungle of frameworks, methods, and most importantly, enterprise architecture in practice. I want to start today's episode by sharing with everyone that I have recently given the TOGAF Enterprise Architecture Practitioner certification exam and cleared it. This is the TOGAF 10. Now, I started with my TOGAF journey with TOGAF 8.1.1. That was many, many years ago. I don't even know how many, probably nine or 10 years ago. And then I upgraded to TOGAF 9, and then I upgraded to TOGAF 9.1, and then I upgraded to TOGAF 9.2. And last week, I gave the TOGAF 10, which is the TOGAF Enterprise Architecture Practitioner exam, and cleared it, and am now a certified TOGAF 10 architect. It was an interesting experience, because I've not taken any training on TOGAF 10, and I've, I've taken the book, and I've studied the book, and the series guides. Interestingly, in Togaften, they've included the series guides along with the body of core body of knowledge. So there are about six or seven series guides which are important for the examination. Well, there are many series guides out there. Um, not all of them are very important from an exam standpoint. There are six or seven series guides which are important. I've studied those series guides, primarily focusing on enterprise agility and how to use agile in the enterprise architecture context and digital enterprises and digital transformation and uh, there is also an assessment technique called the digital transformation readiness assessment and etc etc and i took my time and studied the books and and the series guides and and cleared the exam and and i've been studying for the last couple of weeks so much every morning and every evening that uh, after the exam and after i cleared it uh, it was a relief that I had not known for a while now. <laughs> it reminded me of my college days and my school days when I used to study before the exams. And and after the exams, it is so relaxing. Every morning I wake up and I think, what am I going to study today? And then I remember that uh, I'm not really going to be studying anything because <laughs> I've already cleared the exam. And that's such a relief. All right. A very interesting topic today that I'm going to cover, it is called Leadership, Stakeholder Management and Politics. Now, one of the things that I have you know, seen where enterprise architecture practice or enterprise architecture uh, capabilities fail in their effort is they are not able to manage people. So primarily, today's episode is going to be about leadership, about managing stakeholders, about politics, and about a couple of other things like branding and such, uh, communication, collaboration, etc. So TOGAF takes a very technical approach when it comes to stakeholder management. It has what you call the power interest matrix, and uh, it is a matrix on which there is an x-axis and there is a y-axis. On the x-axis, you have power, and on the y-axis, you have interest. Okay, and it tries to uh, manage or tries to map all the stakeholders that the enterprise architecture capability has on this matrix. On the top right corner, 
of the four quadrants uh, we split the matrix into four quadrants really and on the type top right corner of the quadrant we have those stakeholders that are high power high interest what that means is these are stakeholders who are extremely powerful have the capability to disrupt the enterprise architecture capa- uh, practice they have the capability to disrupt the program the project the transformation that we are going through but they will not do so because they are interested in what the ea capability is trying to do or they are interested in the transformation that they are going through so what the enterprise architects are supposed to do is not work on too many architectural work products only focus on those architectural work products that these stakeholders are interested in now what are these architectural work products they are basically models that the architects will build that will convince the stakeholders that their interests are being protected the systems that they are building and the transformation that they're going through are going to meet the requirements of these high power high interest stakeholders then on the top left corner of this matrix the top left quadrant of this matrix contains those stakeholders which are high power but do not have an interest in what we are trying to do these could be the chief financial officer or uh, business stakeholders who are not really that much interested in what the enterprise architecture team is trying to do they view the activities as resource consuming activities that don't really they don't really know what they're doing or they don't really care about what they're doing now the purpose of enterprise architects is by the way to convert these stakeholders and bring them from the top left to the top right now if you remember it's uh, y axis contains power they are powerful stakeholders and they have the capability to disrupt the transformation but they're not interested in it because they are low on the interest they're on the left hand side when we bring them to the right hand side we peak their interest we make sure that they understand that the transformation is also going to help them benefit them in their uh, daily activities in their uh, business objectives right by showing them what the transformation is all about and how it's going to help them these stakeholders slowly move from the left quadrant into the right quadrant and these are important stakeholders then they may not be the key players today but eventually they will become the key players and then we've got the right bottom quadrant of this matrix which contains those stakeholders who are not very powerful they do not have the power to influence uh, the transformation or disrupt it but they are very interested in what the enterprise architecture organization is doing and they would like to contribute these are passionate people who are interested in the technology or in the business or whatever it is that the ea team is doing they are for some reason interested in it now these uh, these stakeholders who are not very powerful but are very interested in the transformation sometimes form good allies they become their friends they help in converting the top left stakeholders into the top right quadrant so Uh, they have the power sometimes to influence the powerful stakeholders to come to the right hand side they can form good allies and it's important that the enterprise architecture team keeps them informed now they don't really need to put in extra effort to uh, to build models and to build dashboards etc to convince them to do anything because they're not very powerful but considering that they can at some point in time in the future become allies it's important that they be informed as to what the enterprise architecture capability is doing or what the transformation is all about and then finally we've got the bottom left quadrant of the matrix which is the people or the stakeholders who are not very powerful 
They cannot disrupt or influence the transformation that we are going through. And they're also not very interested in what we're trying to do. Now, enterprise architects don't need to focus any effort in you know, providing any information to these stakeholders because basically they are insignificant. And also the enterprise architects are a very busy team. They are very busy in trying to build architectural work products. They are constantly working on the transformation, looking for solutions, looking for a good design, looking for um, looking to ensure that the stakeholder requirements are being met. And that's why we don't put in effort on the stakeholders that are not important because resources come, uh, resources are hard to come by. Time is of the essence and transformations need to be completed on time. So focus on the top left and the top right stakeholders. Keep the bottom right stakeholders informed and that's how we manage stakeholders. Now why this is important is because stakeholders play a very important role in the success or failure of enterprise architecture capabilities. One of the biggest challenges that enterprise architects face and one of the biggest reasons why enterprise architecture capabilities fail is appropriate communication with the stakeholders. I've seen enterprise architecture teams trying to collect too much information. I've been guilty of it myself. I've spent the first nine months of my career as an enterprise architect in trying to collect information that nobody will eventually look at. I was trying to collect information about the organization <clears throat> in general, um, in case if that information comes handy, and that's a lot of waste, waste of effort. So whatever model, models that you are building or whatever dashboards or reports that you are generating, ensure that you have a stakeholder targeted for it. You're building it for someone who will find it useful, who will find it valuable. Now, why am I talking about stakeholder management this much? One obvious reason is that I give a lot of importance to uh, who your stakeholder is and how you are um, satisfying them, how they are making sure that they value the work that you're doing. But I've also heard many times uh, people complain about enterprise architects that they have their favorite stakeholders. They know who their stakeholders are, and they always keep their interests in mind when they are building uh, their enterprise architectures. They don't keep in mind the interest of other stakeholders. And usually my response to that is that enterprise architects don't really have favorite stakeholders because they have a personal liking with them. Usually enterprise architects understand who are the important stakeholders who can you know, make an enterprise architecture project successful or not, and then they choose to build uh, models for them. And that's why I have presented the power interest matrix to you. It's okay to, for an enterprise architect to focus on stakeholders that are important, that, uh, that hold value, that uh, are decision makers who uh, have the influence to make your project successful. And that's okay. Which brings me to a very interesting topic of, of, of politics. Politics is seen as a dirty word. Politics. Many people view it as, you know, you split the word into two parts. There is poly and there is ticks. And poly means many and ticks means a blood-sucking insect or a parasite. Uh, and politics basically means a lot of blood-sucking insects. And that's not what I think is politics. Politics is just a dirty word for good stakeholder management, if you really ask me. Um, every person goes to work for a different reason. Everybody has a personal agenda. Now, if we think that every person comes to work 
just so that they can make the organization better so that they can contribute to the organization then that would not be the right assumption we are all human beings we all have our personal agendas and if you look around you you will find uh, someone who comes to work because uh, of the money someone wants more money someone will come to work because they want to grow the corporate hierarchy they want to grow the ladder somebody comes to work because they want they love going on vacations and their job basically funds their vacations some people come to work because they're passionate about whatever it is that they are doing they might be passionate about technology or they might be passionate about whatever their business is you know and um, and so everyone has a personal interest in what it is that they're trying to do at work and politics is basically understanding your stakeholders understanding what is it, what it is that they are interested in and aligning those personal interests with organizational interests when you understand that whatever transformation that you're doing it'll be more successful if those people see the value and when they see the value it basically means that the transformation is also going to help them achieve their objectives achieve their personal agendas when you start understanding that you've become good at politics and that's not i mean i politics if you consider that to be a dirty word then use uh, a better word like stakeholder management or like people management or like understanding people or understanding humanity and so on and so forth uh, this is one thing that we don't really focus on too much when we are going through our career whether it is enterprise architecture or any other leadership function another thing that i've uh, noticed people ask me is that they would like to start their career as an enterprise architect what should they do you know and my last episode was about it it was about how to become an enterprise architect and uh, what are the things that you should be reading how much experience do you need what are the skills that you should focus on and so on and 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 that specific episode was about that today i just want to say that don't look at enterprise architecture as a title because if you look around you won't find a lot of enterprise architect titled people in the industry today but just because somebody's title is not enterprise architecture that does not mean that they are not enterprise architects enterprise architecture is essentially uh, a leadership function anybody who's in a leadership uh, capacity in any organization if they have the knowledge of enterprise architecture and enterprise architecture frameworks and reference architectures and reference models they'll be able to do a much better job in whatever it is that they are doing whether it's infrastructure design or infrastructure architecture or application architecture or uh, or organizational structure or um, or chief financial officer chief uh, information officer all these titles uh, would be able to do their job much better if they Uh, understand enterprise architecture is they understand how uh, organizational structures should be designed how uh, various business functions should align what business capability mapping is what all those skills that you acquire as an enterprise architect and finally i would like to end it uh, by saying that be more tolerant now in my last couple of episodes i've been talking about talking i've been telling you that you know start discussions talk to people uh, when you face a problem don't go about it alone you know talk at talk on social media platforms talk on uh, uh, discussion groups on linkedin or talk on you know the telegram group that we have created for enterprise architecture radio but it's not just about talking it's also about listening um, and that's a very important skill and i am actually sorry that i did not mention this earlier 
more important than talking is actually listening being open to other people's ideas and from what i'm noticing on social media these days and um, and when i'm talking to people around these days is that we've become a little intolerant with understanding other people's ideas and listening to other people's ideas and with this entire woke i'm not against woke or anything i'm just saying because of this entire woke revolution that's coming along around accepting other people's genders and trying to understand how you should uh, address somebody these days and i i get the feeling that people are becoming less and less tolerant instead of uh, listening to what the other person is trying to say we focus more on how the other person is saying it and uh, and even what the other person is saying we should at least have the courtesy to listen to what the other person is saying you may or may not agree and that's okay voice your concerns about not agreeing with them but please don't feel insulted if someone says something that you don't agree with be an open minded person and and we know history if you look at history every single civilization around the world whether it's uh, the um uh, indian culture or if you look at european culture or american culture or um, or at one point in time the mediterranean uh, whenever these cultures were open minded whenever they were open to other people's opinions and ideas and thoughts and 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 uh, voices those civilizations progressed the most those civilizations made maximum number of inventions and discoveries and and made their life much better and when they closed down on other people's opinions any culture or any civilization when it closes down on other people's opinions and ideas we have seen that slowly that culture withers away now i know this is not directly related to enterprise architecture but it is definitely um uh, it's definitely related to leadership it's definitely le- um, related to how you go about your career how you build your career so be open minded listen to other people's ideas and, and 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 feel free to voice your opinions if you don't agree with somebody say so politely and i think that opens up everybody's minds that's all i have for you today folks i hope you enjoyed the show More about organizational agility, innovation and enterprise architecture in the practical world in the business right here on the show. But before I end the show, I want you to help me out with this one little thing. Pause the show and share this podcast via WhatsApp or text message with at least one person who might be interested in the show. It could be anyone, your colleague, your boss, someone in your team. That's all I ask. Just one share. with one message via text or whatsapp or any social media of your choice and it would go a long way in supporting this podcast and growing this listener base also please don't forget to follow the podcast that way you'll get notified when we publish a new episode if you want to find out more about us you can find us at enterprisearchitectureradio.com if you have ideas thoughts disagreements please feel free to write to me directly Uh, we also have a telegram group if you would like to contribute to the ea discussions or what have you just search for enterprise architecture radio on telegram or the url to join the group is https://t.me/enterprisearchitectureradio while our contact details are there in the show notes we are very easy to find just search for enterprise architecture radio anywhere twitter linkedin facebook instagram youtube even discord once again I hope you had fun and I'll see you in the next one.